Chill the fuck out, Greg. You're creeping me out. <laughs> Did you watch um, Chucky? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got uh, three episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> but I mostly turned it off. Like, I think more of the woke shit came farther on because it was pretty woke and it was pretty, I don't know, in your face about it. But also, the writing was terrible. I know. <laughs> and the acting was just terrible as well. So I was just like, my God, I, I can't even get through this. Uh, and it was just like, because I think it was episode. Well, actually, it was probably halfway through episode one that they just kind of like started going in your face that everybody's gay. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently, like every every high school kid is gay, and oh, they have to tell you about it. I know, and it's just like it's so fucking different because, like, it's fucking Chucky, right? Like, as far as I know, Chucky kills gay kids <laughs> <laughs> just as much as everybody else. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, now the fucking now they're killing gay kids with all the fucking trans shit going on. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're not helping anyway. I'm pretty sure we know that because I've I've seen some new statistics and post-op uh, trannies are more likely to kill themselves than pre-op trannies. So, I mean, to be fair, if I lost my cock, I'd probably want to kill myself too. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I I don't think they fully understand like I mean they should really have to meet with someone who's involuntarily lost a limb to find out what happens you know what I mean like if if you're gonna choose to cut your dick off you should be talking with someone before you cut your dick off who didn't choose to lose an arm and just see what their regrets are you know what I mean like see get their point of view before you decide to just go under the knife yeah i mean and also it wouldn't hurt to talk to somebody that went through it and regretted it you know what i mean like that uh, there was somebody on the blair white podcast the other day i think i sent you a link to it yeah. where they had the surgery from male to female and they ended up regretting it and found out later on that it was just them being confused and they're actually a gay man and now they're a gay man without a dick basically yeah so and what really i got upset. from it was that they didn't know that they were allowed to be effeminate right and it's like that's that's kind of where everybody's turning things nowadays is they don't they don't want you to be you they want you to be someone else they don't want you to be a gay guy who dresses up like a woman, right? It's happened so many. It's still going on with all the fucking drag shows and shit, right? They don't want that anymore. They want you to just fucking commit. They want you to just go under the knife, become someone totally different. Yeah, it's the the person that was going through this was feeling like really, really pressured too which is kind of like really messed up. Like they're like, Oh yeah. Like it's going to be awesome. Like this is just like who you are and everything. And the person was like, yeah, I guess that must be who I am. And yeah, like you said, really, they were just like a feminine gay man. So yeah. those have existed through like the annals of history pretty well. Oh, so yeah, it's just everybody's saying, Oh, well, if you like pink, and you're a guy, then you must be like, you know, trapped in a in a man's body or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's it's getting it really out of hand to the point where kids are thinking that they're like uh trans when they're you know, just going through the normal stages of puberty and like growing up. Yeah, and like the the whole I don't know if I told you my theory about this, is that it's Anything other than gay, straight, or bisexual is mental illness. That's that's my theory on that. Because 
you're either attracted to guys, you're attracted to girls, or you're attracted to both, right? That's that's the bottom line, right? Everybody wants to say that they're attracted to, oh, I'm just attracted to the personality. Okay, you're bisexual. That means you're attracted to men and women equally based on their personality. But everybody wants to come up with something to be different. And all of that is coming into effect now because everybody's saying that we're not going to address the mental health issues that you have unless you transition. Unless you go under the knife and you try this one thing, we're not going to help you. But they're also finding out that even after you do that, they really don't want to help you because they told you up until it, this was going to be the end-all, be-all fix to your problems. And now it's not fixing all your problems. And they don't want to say like, yeah, like, sorry, we tried. We don't know what else to tell you now. Well, it's such a permanent fix, right? Like, you don't know if your personality is going to change years down the road or you're going to, like, change your mind about certain things and, you know, not want to be a transsexual. And it's just, it's a permanent thing. Like, you can't go back. There's no reversing it. And that's, like, really 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 important decision that i think somebody that is an adult who's been like to a psychiatrist for like a long long time (laughs) you know and they've been you know uh pre-op for a long time and know that they want to do this yeah and like it's because the clip that you showed me about the blair white I almost said Blair Witch. The Blair White podcast. Uh, with, like they, they mentioned bottom surgery, which is basically just cutting off and making a vagina out of it. So it, it's, it's totally different to do that because there's a whole whack ton of nerves down there as opposed to getting, um, I'm guessing they call it top surgery, a fake pair of tits, right? Like getting a fake pair of tits is so fucking common. It's everywhere it's been done so many fucking times i'm pretty sure you could get it done in an hour in fucking mexico right and the bottom surgery they've only really done like brazilian butt lifts and shit like that right so now they're getting in to more nerves when they focused on needles and that's the big problem is the people that are doing the surgeries don't know enough about the surgery to know what could and couldn't cause nerve damage so like the example of the one that was on the blair white podcast fuck i almost did it again blair witch (laughs) the blair white podcast (laughs) mentioned that uh i can't remember what they refer to them as he she i i think they called them shapeshifter to be honest i think that's what they call them yeah their name is shapeshifter and i think they go by he Okay, I, that caught me off guard. I was like, shapeshifter. Like, is this what we're calling like D trans people? <laughs> like, is that what they are now? But they mentioned like the the amount of nerve damage that goes on, not only to get the bottom surgery, but to also try and go back. There's there's people that have absolutely no feeling whatsoever, and I think Blair said it best: is you got essentially the sex change and now you can't have sex yeah that's really interesting and the the way they do it for uh male to female is it's basically uh a wound that never heals yeah so you have to constantly be dilating it with like a dildo or whatever for lack of a better word like a phallic object so it doesn't close up and this person was talking about how like hers it didn't matter like how many times she did it it still just wanted to close up because your body naturally wants to heal itself you know yeah that's just something that's going to happen whether or not you want it to or not so yeah it's just it's pretty it's pretty bad and it's yeah and then you get these like and then you get these um female to male um uh transgenders that are like getting their like tits cut off and stuff and it's 
something that they won't grow back <laughs> you know it's not you're not yeah. a chameleon and they're not going to grow back so if you ever want to go back to being you know a female you're gonna first of all not have any tits and yes you could probably go get plastic surgery but you're gonna have scars from the initial surgery and then you're gonna have scars from plastic surgery so you're never gonna look natural again ever yeah. so you're never gonna have that natural breast tissue back i don't know how it works but if you ever want to have a kid i don't know if they can even breastfeed if they've had all their breast tissue removed so it's no, it's a I, it's a I'm huge pretty sure step. they remove the glands for it in that probably yeah. uh, i think it's a mastectomy or a mastectomy yeah and you know it's a it's a huge step and there's a lot of uh women who thought they were male transgenders that are coming out saying that they regret having the top surgery and they regret being on hormones because being on testosterone as a female it will lower your voice and make you sound like a man and these women are like coming out and like they got these really deep voices and they have to shave their face because they still get facial hair from the testosterone that they were on a lot of this stuff is not reversible so it's something that really needs to be thought out i don't think it's anything to take lightly yeah and like the the big problem that i have with what's going on is I think that it's basically the medical system preying on people with mental health issues. And I, I don't want to say using them as guinea pigs or as experiments, but that that's essentially what's going on is you're, you're getting these people who aren't comfortable with who they are to begin with. You're not even really trying to get them to be comfortable with who they are. You're trying to get them to be comfortable as someone else. Well, that, it doesn't fucking work that way. Like I, I, I can't remember the saying exactly, but you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Right. So if you can't take care of the self that you currently are, what the fuck makes you think you're going to be able to take care of someone else? Because it, it may be the same body, but you're going to have so many more hormones in you that you've never had before. You might've had low levels before, but now you're amping them up and now you don't have, I'll say, 18 years of tolerance built up to it. So you're going to destroy 18 years of tolerance with one and then try and basically like surge 18 years worth of tolerance in a short period of time. And it's just going to destroy you, not not only just your body, but your mind. Right. Yeah. And that's that's just the thing, too. Um a lot of a lot of people who are transitioning are you know depressed and suicidal and whatnot um and studies have been showing recently that it doesn't help to get any surgeries or go on uh hormones in fact it actually may be worse and it actually may make the person more suicidal afterwards so i don't i don't think just because the um, psychiatrist went ahead and labeled um, gender dysphoria not as a mental illness anymore, that it actually is not a mental illness anymore, because I, I do believe that it still is, and I yeah. believe that that is the problem. It's, uh, it's just a, it's a mental illness, and it's something that may we may find, find like a treatment for down the road, but it's not something that can be treated by ha hacking away at somebody's genitalia. Yeah. And like, like uh, I'll say this from a perspective that as someone who has depression and anxiety and shit like that, if I'm depressed and someone suggests to me, you need to cut your dick off. I'm going to get even more fucking depressed because it's like, well, why do you want to get rid of that? Like, what the fuck? Why, why can't we just, you know, keep it? and work on more like wh why can't we fix my head before we get rid of the other head right yeah and like a lot of uh <laughs> a lot of the transgender community are coming out and speaking out about um especially children transitioning because that's like a new hot button topic oh, that we've, we've seen been seeing now and like if you don't know enough to like be able to be responsible enough to drink or 
going like the army buy a pack of smokes you shouldn't have the ability to go on hormone blockers puberty blockers um you know opposite gender hormones it's crazy that they're allowing kids to fuck with themselves like this like you would not allow um a child to go out and get wasted would you obviously not we have like a whole system set up that you know we know that that's bad for kids but we're allowing them to take testosterone as females or estrogen as males seems yeah. a little fucked up and like because that that's kind of something that i've been wondering is like because it it kind of coincides with with the whole pandemic that's going on is because they're trying to vaccinate kids that are under five years old right so right. we don't know how that's going to work we don't even know how that's going to work in adults let alone kids under five years old and now mm. kids under five years old are going to daycares and starting school with teachers that are actively very very actively pushing their agenda into the children by like i don't want to say that the pride flag is part of the problem with the trans because it's it's two totally different things but it's still kind of within the same thing but when it comes to like i seen a clip i can't remember if it was yesterday or today about a teacher saying that I think it was 95% of her class, and I'm pretty sure it was like grade two or grade three, identifies as trans and genderqueer. And I'm like, hold on. These are the same kids that would eat nothing but fucking candy all fucking day for every meal for the rest of their life if they were given the option. And you want to tell me that they know what's best for them? Come on. Yeah. I actually question the motives of some of these people that are pushing this stuff on kids. It's it's very sleazy and it's it's definitely grooming a lot of the time, especially when they're talking about like, oh, uh, Mrs. Smith is a uh, genderqueer or a demisexual or something like that. Like kids don't need to know that shit. Like yeah, yeah. kids don't need to know your sexual preference or your gender they just need to learn their fucking studies man like it's it's crazy and then they wonder why people are getting pissed and why parents are getting pissed because like a heterosexual teacher isn't going up to them and being like oh yeah i like uh having sex with my my wife uh imagine if uh a teacher a grown man said that to like a 13 year old girl yeah, you'd be like, "Oh my god, groomer! Oh my god, groomer!" Right? That would be the first thing that would pop into every single person's head. And, and uh, they're doing uh, the same thing, but because it's LGBTQ, whatever, it's perfectly okay to these people. And uh, I, I, I have a theory that all of the teachers that are pushing their LGBTQ LMNOP beliefs onto the children that they're teaching. I have a theory that they're all pedophiles because there's absolutely no room for any sort of sexuality or anything like that in a classroom with kids who haven't even hit puberty yet. Like they're, they're not even preteens in most cases. And you're talking to them about sexuality. Like it, it shouldn't be brought up unless the child asks you about it. You don't want the child to walk in the class and be like, hey, did you, did you uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. I, I can't really go more into it without sounding like a fucking pedophile. But uh, I, I think you know where I'm getting is like you, you can't just meet the child at the door and ask them the questions that you want answers to. You have to answer their questions, right? You're you're there to teach them. They're not there to teach you. They don't care what you think their gender is, but for some reason you care what their gender is. Yeah, and it's so much it's so much worse than what I described. Like, um what I described was the most like innocent thing that I've seen. I've seen some crazy stuff like um prepubescent kids having classes on self pleasure and shit like that. Like that is 
some creepy pedo shit. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. So these people are, like you said, all pedos, or they've been completely brainwashed into this cult. And yeah, it's it's one or the other, and I'm leaning more towards pedo, to be honest. And the same teachers that are doing this, now I, I don't want it to sound like we hate all teachers. Teachers are fucking awesome. You get the best teacher in the world. They could teach you the whole fucking, the whole dictionary, the whole fucking encyclopedia. But it's that one teacher that you don't fucking like that leaves an impression on you. And that's that one teacher that just fucking can destroy a person as much as a forced gender reassignment surgery. And it it's just the, the same teachers that are pushing this LGBTQ agenda on to their students are also the same teachers that seem to be supporting drag shows at family events with like burlesque undertones and shit like that. And it, it, it that's two huge red flags for me right there because it's one thing to teach a child what a gender is. It's another one to dance and show them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not going to take a six-year-old to a strip club, but you'll mm. take them to a drag show. Like, come on. A drag show where they're stripping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you said with, like, burlesque undertones, it's way worse than that. I've I've seen some real bad ones. Like, this tranny... Uh, no, it's not tranny. Um, tran what do they call them? Cross-dressers, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, a dude in a dress and flamboyant makeup and stripping off his clothes down to, like, a bra and a thong. And little kids, like, six, seven years old, going up and putting dollar bills in this man's thong. Yeah. Like, that is some sadistic, disgusting, grooming pedophilia. And... I can't understand why these parents would allow their kids to be exposed to this. Like you said, you would not take your kid to a strip joint. Why are you taking them to a drag show where they're dra they're stripping, they're in drag and stripping? Like yeah. It's it just boggles the mind. Oh, inclusiveness. No, that's not inclusiveness. That's pedophile shit. Yeah. And the problem now is uh, I I'd say probably about 50% of parents feel obligated to take their kids to this because the other 50% of parents who don't feel obligated, who just do it, their kids are all in the same classes, right? So the parents are kind of doing it so that the kid feels better in class. So it, it, it I think it's kind of boiling down to, I don't want to say peer pressure, but that the, the pressure that society is putting on parents to say, if your kid doesn't go to this, your kid is transphobic and the other kids in class are going to label them as transphobic. And then your child's going to have more mental health issues than they already have being in a classroom with a teacher who's using the word transphobic or using the word trans or using the word gender or anything like that. Right. Because the moment you bring that up with kids who have no idea what the fuck you're talking about their mind just goes into a different state and they're trying to figure out why are we talking about this? What does this have to do with Clifford the Big Red Dog? You know what I mean? And that is a great argument for homeschooling or private schooling. Oh, absolutely. I, I, if I had the patience, I'd do fucking... I'd, I'd homeschool kids left, right, and center. Uh, my own kids, of course. I'm not going to take in strangers' kids. But, like... <laughs> the amount of information that is being suppressed in the schools by the stuff that's going on now in the classrooms hidden behind this rainbow flag is just, it's, it's, it's utter bullshit. These kids are never going to need to know what pronoun they should use when they file their taxes. Right. <laughs> Yeah, imagine if that's your biggest worry. But yeah, um, I am 100% in favor of homeschooling and, and or private schooling. Um, 
the things that I've seen from public schools turn my stomach and it's happening like every major city across the country and in America. And yeah, it's homeschool your kids, people. Your kids do not need to be exposed to that stuff. And like they, they say like these pride, these pride parades, they say that they're, they're good for all ages. Right. But then you got fully naked people walking down the street. Like in Toronto, oh, but they're not naked. It, it's a mesh. It's a mesh thong that you can see through. They're still clothed. <laughs> the ones I saw didn't even have mesh, bro. They no, were just full on. That's... They had a choke <laughs> collar on. That's it. Dick swinging, tits swinging, walking down the middle of Young Street in Toronto, and people are like, "If I did that and I wasn't waving a rainbow flag and it wasn't on Pride Day, I'd get arrested." But these people can just walk right past six-year-olds with their big old wangs hanging out, and nobody fucking says anything. Nobody does anything. The cops standing right there. Come on, that's Man, fucked up. That's if I go to the dollar store tomorrow shit. and buy a rainbow flag and instantly strip naked and run down the street waving the flag, I guarantee I'm getting fucking arrested. Hey, maybe just be like, <laughs> "You're transphobic." What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it's just baffling that it's i don't want to say accepted but it is accepted sponsored by like municipalities it. and counties and provinces right like why are we putting so much money into that instead of putting money into mental health into health care into stuff that could actually fix what's going on in people and their brains why aren't well, a we lot fixing of, that? A lot of these people need mental health uh, help because nobody with sane mental health wants to walk down the street completely naked in front of a bunch of six-year-olds. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I do it up until he said the six-year-olds, but yeah, like it's... <laughs> it, no, it, but it, like it, these people are bringing their kids to these pride parades. It's supposed to be all ages, and then yeah. shit like this is going on. Like... <laughs> 10 years ago, maybe 20, that would be not even considered. Like, people would be like, nah, that's that's fucked up. Like, that's some pedophile shit. But now, just because the LGBT movement is all for it, oh, if you're not for it, then you must be a bigot, you must be a transphobe, you must be, you know, homophobe, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm none of those things. I'm I'm just in favor of not grooming kids. Yeah, and like I, the if anybody wants to label me a phobe, anything, I don't give a flying fuck what you want to label me. My opinion is, you need to fix the mental health of people who are under the belief that there's more than gay, straight, and bisexual. You know what I mean? Like it explain to people what that is i know there's going to be a lot of people that say like oh you're you're missing the whole point of gender queer and gender fluid you know what the only gender fluid i got is when i fucking jerk off in the morning that's the only gender fluid that there is yeah i'm telling you bro this is this is the most fucked up time to be alive i feel it's going to start going back the other way and people are going to start waking up and being like you know what? Maybe my kids shouldn't be around this stuff. You know, maybe we shouldn't have Dave from accounting to walk around naked, walking down Young Street. I don't know. I feel I feel like people are gonna smarten the fuck up sooner or later. I hope they're gonna smarten the fuck up. I don't think they're going to. I hope they do. I got no faith in humanity anymore because it, it's just it, it's baffling to to think of it this way. If back when we were in high school right like if if we were in high school right now could you imagine going on a date with someone and you're you're already nervous as shit because you're in high school your hormones are raging all over the fucking place it's someone that you like you have to figure out how to ask them their pronouns so you don't offend them so you blow your chance with them and not only that you have to wonder what's in the pants like it's it, it's bad enough that you're so fucking stressed out that you're on your first date and you're having a good time 
And then as teenagers do, hands start to wander and you're going to be wondering, what the fuck am I going to be touching in a minute? Like that's, that's a whole other line of fucking anxiety for teenagers to worry about that they shouldn't have to fucking worry about. You, you don't want to go on a date with someone that you like and <laughs> be caught off guard, <laughs> right? Oh, man. Back when we were in high school, when the alphabet people had three letters of the alphabet, now they got like 10. What three letters did they have? I, d- I don't even remember anything. I it was remember LGB, LGB, lesbian, gay, bisexual. That's a that's all it was when we were in high school. And they had like their little yeah. class where it was like five five people went there at lunchtime to like discuss LGB issues, and nobody really gave a fuck, and it was fine. And now yeah. look at it, we should yeah, have fucking and... did something about it back then. <laughs> well, look at it this way: the whole time that we were in school, like I'll look at it from elementary school all the way to graduation. Can you think of any classmates that committed suicide? No, zero. Me neither. And now it's so fucking common because everybody is trying to make everybody accept everybody. So there's another layer of anxiety on teenagers, on students that just shouldn't be there. They're they're going to school to learn how to function in society. And that's pretty much it. They're not even being taught how to function in society, but that's what people think that they're going there for. They're, they're essentially just going to school to be brainwashed into fucking consumers. Yeah. It just feels like kids can't even be kids anymore. You know, like when I grew up, I didn't have a cell phone on me at all times. Like I didn't have a computer till like, I think it was like after high school and like, you know what I mean? Like, these kids are getting like smartphones that can access like anything on the web at ages like 10 or whatever, or sometimes even younger, like five, whatever. Right. And there's like all this like fucking porn and shit. And I'm not like anti porn or anything, but I'm anti allowing children to see porn. So I, that really warps your brain at a young age, I feel. And seeing a lot of like, horrible shit like that that's got to affect the mental health of children i don't know i know if i've seen some of the stuff that i've seen when like as i'm older when i was like 10 or whatever man like that would have fucked me up for life i just know it (laughs) let's put it this way i was suspended what maybe three times in high school yeah if they told me that i had to use pronouns and I had to support a rainbow flag and that the lyrics to O Canada were no longer all thy son's command. I, I would have been suspended a whole lot more than three times if they told me I had to do all this other shit. Like it's, it's, I can't even think of, I honestly probably would have been expelled within the first week. If they told me you got to make sure, you know, everybody's pronouns, uh, you, you can't turn that rainbow flag upside down because there's a hierarchy or some shit like fuck you, fuck the horse you rode in on and peace, right? Like that's week one. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, I don't see any problem with allowing kids to speak freely in school as long as like they're doing it like in a respectful manner. Like if I don't want to use somebody's pronouns, why should I be forced to that? That goes for school that goes for real life you know at a workplace you know i yeah. uh, compelled speech is is never something that i will be in favor of no matter what yeah and that that's the problem where everything is going towards com- compelled speech because we can't just use someone's name anymore we like i can't say I was talking to Jimmy the other day and Jimmy told me this It has to be, I was talking to Jimmy the other day and he, him told me this, right? Like fuck off. Like just use the fucking name. Use the name that that person is staying with. Pronouns don't mean shit. If, if pronouns mean so much to you, change your name legally to those pronouns. A challenge for anybody who comes at me saying, I can't use their name. I have to use pronouns. 
change your name to your fucking pronouns. Yeah, if anybody if anybody came at me with that, I would tell tell them to go fuck themselves. Like if they said, "No, you can't use my name. You got to use this." I'm like, "No, I'm gonna use your name, or I'm just gonna tell you to fuck off." Like, that's not my prerogative to, you know, make you feel good about yourself. Maybe that makes me an asshole, but I don't really care. I mean, it it all boils down to millions and billions of people on this planet who the fuck cares about one other person's opinion and even we'll say they claim they're my they're the minority fuck that didn't roll off my tongue they claim they're minorities with the lgbtq 2s plus ia whatever but the amount of time that it's taking people to just keep adding letters to keep fucking piling shit on is just like it's it's phenomenal that they don't have the full alphabet you know what i mean like they're when are they going to start using like aramaic letters and shit like that right like how long until they run out of letters and run out of acronyms that they start changing languages (laughs) yeah i don't know man that's not even something i think about but i don't know they can they can do what they want and keep using the alphabet if they want i don't really care but i'm not as long as you stay out of my fucking face and don't push your shit on my kids and don't like push your shit on me because i ain't gonna have that either so yeah and like even like it, it when it comes down to it i can deal with people trying to push beliefs on me uh, no problem. You want to try and push shit on me? Cool. I'll push right the fuck back with my beliefs. And if we have a good debate, cool. But the moment you try and push your beliefs onto, uh, at this point, I'm going to say anyone in my family and they want nothing to do with it, or you're doing it and you're expecting a debate and they don't want to do it. I got a problem with that. I uh, I can be so tolerant up until a point. I, I have more patience than I think people give me credit for when it comes to people pushing beliefs on me. But when you push beliefs on other people, people that I care about, you better wash the fuck out because I got no criminal record. I'll get probation my first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, touche. Well, I won't anymore because now it's premeditated, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, damn. Don't publish this one. (laughs) Edit that part out. Fuck that. Come at me. Yeah, you want to go to the Boris Johnson thing now? or Yeah, you'll probably have to take the lead on this one because all I know is that he's choosing to resign, but he's going to temporarily stay the prime minister or something like that. That's that's the majority of what I know about what's happened. Yeah, I, I heard he resigned basically because his own party isn't even supporting him anymore. Because during like the pandemic, when he imposed all these lockdowns and stuff, he was having like parties at his like uh, residence, bring your own booze parties, like all kinds of stuff. And yeah, he he did a, he did a lot of like underhanded stuff. A lot of his like cabinet members were just kind of like um, breaking his own rules and like going off and partying and not social distancing and stuff like that. So. Uh, there's a few other things I'm not sure about, but he eventually his own party basically said, yeah, we don't support you and what you did. So he resigned. But um, the thing is with him, he's only a fraction of what Justin Trudeau has done. And Justin Trudeau's cabinet ministers still back him. His MPs still back him. Which is freaking insane. The they have no integrity. These liberal MPs zero, and NDP ones zero integrity. Um, this guy has been twice caught with ethics violations. Um, blackface when he was twenty nine years old, not a little kid. Twenty nine. He wasn't some teenager, seventeen. No, he was twenty nine and a teacher. And um, 
also the We Charity scandal, and that could have been an ethics violation, but it wasn't for some reason. And now we have the RCMP uh, thing where he's telling the RCMP to disclose information on the type of weapons used um, by the sh uh, Nova Scotia shooter that killed like 20-something people. Um, even though the RCMP told him that it would hurt their investigation if it was released too early. And there's just, I could keep going. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to, like, I could just keep going with other things. But this man is the epitome of what's wrong with Canada and what's wrong with the world. And he's too arrogant, narcissistic to resign. We we both know he's not resigning. Yeah, like there's there's no way that he's he he's not going to end his term early voluntarily by any means whatsoever. And the fact that Boris Johnson resigned himself and he, it, from the sounds of it, he was only doing what every other fucking politician in the world was doing, was just telling people, stay home, stay safe, stay off the streets, go home, do a line of coke, take a private jet to another country, take a vacation. You know what I mean? Like, we all know all the politicians were all doing this shit. But it's it's different when your own people under you are like, yeah, man, like you, you just took it too far. Like we, we got, we got to, we, we got to ask you to step down. Like we, we can't have you blowing hookers in Taiwan or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's bad when your own cabinet that is probably with you on the private jet says, yeah, man, it's time for you to call it quits. <laughs> right. And the, the fact that he only did like, two or three things where Justin Trudeau has a laundry list of things. Like yeah. I probably couldn't fit it all on a sheet of paper, <laughs> the things that he's done and gotten away with and his MPs back him. They have no integrity, no balls, nothing, man. They're pathetic snakes like underbelly. It's disgusting, man. I've never seen anything like it. And I thought I knew I thought I had a good idea of what like politics in Canada were, but now I see that it's everybody watching their own ass. Oh man. Yeah. Like everything, everything has changed since fucking Justin Trudeau took over. Like politics is no longer politics. Like it, I, I want to say it's a popularity contest now, but it's always been a popularity contest, but now it's more of a popularity contest without, people caring about who's popular if that makes any sense yeah well it's yeah it's a popularity contest and it's also like a whatever i have to do to keep my job contest because yeah. a lot of the cabinet ministers and mps will know that if they go against trudeau they might not have spot in the liberal party anymore but <laughs> at, at some point you got to stand up and have some integrity you know, you got to have a conscience. You got to have some sort of backbone, some sort of spine to stand up to this man and say, no, you've gone too far. You know, even if it's one or two, that might start having other people speak out about it. You know? Yeah. yeah like the, the absolute best thing that could happen right now, it, it sounds like a fucking stupid thing to say, but it's for politicians to wise up. Like, if, if one does it, others might follow. And if I see in the news that one politician from the Liberal Party crossed, even if they crossed to the NDP side or the fucking PC side, as long as they cross the floor and join a different party, my interest has just been peaked in politics again because now there's something happening, right? Now it's just basically writing down pieces of information on paper and just handing notes around to their buddies, right? Like there's, there's nothing happening. They, they say that they're doing this, that, and the other thing, but it's the same shit they've been touting since they got in office basically. Yeah. I would, I would even like give them props if they voted against Trudeau in one thing in parliament, 
and like it could have been the emergencies act you know it could have been um if there was a vote of no confidence in trudeau like those two things would have been perfect time for somebody to stand up and have a backbone have a spine and you know stand up to the tyrant that is ruling our country yeah and it's like i know they don't do it because they'll be like well i'll have no party to go to but i can guarantee if if one person on the liberal party votes against them to replace them but then all the other fucking parties at at least the conservative party would be like hey come on over here like we got a nice fancy seat over here for you we're willing to take you in no questions asked you know what i mean like don't worry about being with fucking justin trudeau and having him upset at you we got the whole fucking i don't want to say the whole country behind us but they that they pretty much do at this point because it's yeah i mean i think somebody that is willing to do that on a ballot would be somebody that i would be more willing to vote for somebody that's willing to go with their morals with their like ideals and with the good of the country over party lines you know i think that would be for the good of the country to knock to have voted down that emergency act and i think they would have been heralded as a hero throughout the entire country just for voting even if it still passed if they would have went against trudeau They'd have been like, oh, wow, this guy actually has ethics, an ethical politician. My God. And then the liberals for, you know, like a unicorn. Yeah. And like if think about it this way, if if someone did. Step against Trudeau and managed to stay in the liberal party. That would work in Trudeau's benefit majorly because they know that that one seat is a guaranteed seat because people support that person and use their voice like it's it's essentially at that point having a mole in the liberal party is if someone turns against trudeau and trudeau is just so fucking stupid that he decides to just keep them just so he can get the seat that that one seat can turn into two can turn into so much more right Oh, you got to think that would be a guaranteed seat for that liberal because he would get not only the liberal vote, he would get a large portion of the the conservative vote, I think, too, that respects him for voting against the liberals. Yeah. Yeah. Like at at this point right now, if there's someone in my riding that I know stood up and I don't want to say directly told Justin Trudeau to suck their cock, but did it in a political way, my vote. Instantly. I don't fucking care what their backstory is. I don't care what their policies are. That would that would guarantee my vote if they told Justin Trudeau to fuck off. And it doesn't matter what party they go to, that'll 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 guarantee my vote for them. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. I agree with that. Um honestly at this point, we just need a change. I know it's gonna be a while, but and it's really funny how bad uh, one of our other politicians, the leader of the NDP party, got ratioed on Twitter. He uh, was talking crap about the liberals, and he got like, I think it was like seven or 800 likes and over 3,000 comments. And most of the comments were like, if the liberals are so bad, why you keep propping them up? Why are you like you know, keeping them in power? You could get them out of power terrible while you do your job while you do something about it and he obviously doesn't reply to any of them but he got ratioed so horribly and it was so magical to watch and it was hilarious but yeah he he could easily overthrow but you know why he doesn't want to do that because once 2025 hits he gets a big fat golden pension for being a politician. Yeah. And that's when his pension will start. So he's chasing that money, just like the capitalist he is. He says he's for, he's like uh, this socialist. He's for like the working class and he's trying to like redistribute the wealth and all this stuff. Really. He's only looking out for number one. That's all he's doing. He could, he could help this country 
but doing a no-confidence vote, but he refuses to for his own greed. Yeah, and uh, I'll honestly say, I it had to have been the first time that he ran. I voted for him because at that point, he hadn't really shown his true colors. And what he was preaching sounded reasonable compared to what everybody else was preaching, right? Like it was more directed to someone like me. And it was, it was, it, it was different to see someone of his background address people who aren't in his background and say he wants to help them. That was kind of what got me to vote for him. And since then, He's he's not seen another one of my votes because he's just fucking useless at this point. He's he's just the fucking the third pole on the tripod right now. Yeah, and that just really goes to show you how far the NDP have fallen since Jack Layton. That man actually had integrity and a backbone and a conscience. He was leader, um, and it harpens back to like another leader from way back. Uh, of the NDP, Tommy Douglas, that was another one who really fought for Canada and fought for the people of Canada. And it's really disgusting to see how far the NDP have fallen. And I know a lot of people who voted NDP the last two elections, and I mean a lot, who will never vote for them again. And it's strictly because of Jagmeet Singh voting for the Emergencies Act and what happened after with the police presence and the Gestapo kicking out the people. Yeah. They're pointing that directly at Trudeau and Jagmeet. Yeah. And like the, I, I, I have a feeling that the absolute last chance for freedom that Canada had died with Jack Layton because that was, he was basically the unicorn that we needed to catch and, unfortunately we didn't yeah i don't i don't know what the future holds for canada but i think i i am optimistic i do think that the conservatives are going to win at least a minority in 2025 as long as people don't have very short memories about what happened (laughs) yeah um but i I do think pierre polyev is probably going to get the leadership role um and I think he's probably going to be the next prime minister. I would say I'm about 80% confident that he's going to get at least a minority. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting because part of me wants to see what happens if the NDP gets like lead minority. You know what I mean? Like what would, what would Jagmeet do if he had Harper not fucking Harper <laughs> if he had fucking Trudeau in his back pocket right like what would he do because I I guarantee it wouldn't be the same course of action that's going on now where he's relying on Trudeau it would be where Trudeau is relying on him right so uh, I'm curious to see how that would play out yeah I think it would play out very similarly I think that they would just make a deal to pass each other's bills like they did now and it would just be more of the same because they're both left leaning, right? So I think I think it would be very similar. Um I would not want to see it. I think that would be even worse than what we have now. Yeah. I think the best outcome for the next election would be a conservative majority or a conservative minority with the PPC as a backing like if they had enough ppc seats so the conservatives and the ppc could work together and form a majority government that would probably be the best outcome because then even the ppc could probably hold them in check you know what i mean yeah yeah that would be fucking like that would be awesome if if there's a dream team that's it right there the con ppc's minority coalition fucking that's the dream team that canada needs canada might not want it right now but that's what we need because the amount of shit that's just getting thrown to the curb at this point is just fucking ridiculous like i i think i sent you the clip where trudeau was talking about freezing gun sales 
and he used the word banning instead of yeah. freezing. And it's like, that's a, I don't watch. I haven't seen any mention of that. And it's like, hello, like drunk words, sober thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, come on, everybody needs to put two and two together and realize that he shouldn't even be thinking of the word banning. He shouldn't be banning anything, but he let it slip that he's banning at least one thing and no one's talking about it. Yep. Basically it was a Freudian slip. He yeah. said the he said the the quiet part loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it's not good. It's not good in Canada. It hasn't been good in Canada for a while. Um at least in America they have the right to self defense with a firearm. In Canada, you don't have a right to self defense with a firearm, which is just utter sickening to my stomach to think about apparently it's been like that for a long time but yeah but I, it, it's, it's never really wrong. been as big of an issue as it is now because now the government is actually trying to move not just you but everything you own so everybody's yeah. kind of worried about like well how do i stop them well news flash you don't you just fuck it you try and stop them, you end up in jail, and they take it anyway. Or you just let them take it. Or you fucking barricade them out and you go out firing. I'm I'm fully willing to go out firing. Not a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, it's very stupid. Um, I don't think Canada is ever going to get to a point where it's going to have the same rights to self-defense as America does. Um which is sad um and it's mostly because we're an offshoot of britain that never fought to gain its independence so we're always gonna be like the little brother to england yeah. which really sucks i think that like ever since they started the whole covid vaccine program i've been saying that there's going to be a two-tier society soon and it like we're not meant there right now. We're pretty fucking close because everybody wants you to be fully vaccinated to work and to fucking to go places, to travel within the country. We're getting to that two-tier society where you're either with or against. But what else is going to happen is all the people that are vaccinated, there's going to be another two-tier society in there where it's going to be fully vaccinated and then you're either going to be LGBTQ or you're going to be straight. If you're LGBTQ, you're going to have the right to defend yourself. If you're straight, you're not going to have that right. That's where I think it's going. Yeah, they're even going to a point where they're not even calling people with two boosters fully vaccinated anymore. They're not even calling anybody fully vaccinated anymore. They're calling it up to date with your booster. Yeah. So there's no fully vaccinated anymore, according to Canada. You're either up to date or you're not up to date, which is fucking crazy. And they're just they're going to bring back the mandates. You and I both know they're going to oh, be absolutely. like, oh, now you have to have three. You got to have your booster or you can't eat at a restaurant or whatever. And it's just going to go right back to the same thing. And there's people are going to fight back. And there's people like I am. I am not the mandates. I am yeah. done with all the mandates. I mean, masks, everything. If, if I get told to wear masks, nah, like if they bring back the mask mandates, they can suck my dick. I am not shopping in a store where they're going to ask me to wear a mask ever again. Yeah. Oh, I'll shop there. I ain't fucking wearing a mask. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got no problem throwing down five spite dollars to get them to fucking like call the police to kick me out because I want a fucking... A cappuccino or some shit you know what i mean like i got no problem yeah. stirring that fucking pot and fucking going after whatever the fuck i want because fuck you it's it's your policy it's not my policy and at this point it's not even the government's policy saying that i have to wear a mask in your store they're leaving it up to the people who own the store but yeah what's definitely going to happen is like I, we were talking about it the other once it starts winding down, it's going to be 
oh, there's unprecedented cases of COVID, the new, this would be the, the super duper variant of whatever, and all the vaccines aren't going to work unless you have all four shots. And then there's going to be another one. You need another fifth shot. And then while all this is being thought out, they're going to have uh, us as a country locked down while they decide how to basically force needles into our arms again. And people don't see that coming, even though it's been coming the last two years. They open up the Atlantic bubble in the summer. They close it in the fall. They open it in the summer. They close it in the fall. Now there's no Atlantic bubble, but we're open. Well, what's going to happen next? They're going to lock everything down. And they're going to say, because now there's no mask mandates that there was the other two times they're going to blame people for going out without masks even though the government said it was okay they're going to blame those people for the lockdown and they want basically the people who are just kissing the ground that trudeau walks on they want them to basically turn against people who won't kiss the ground he walks on oh yeah they're going to eat it up they're going to eat it up. The Trudeau lovers are, are way too far gone, but you know what I'm going to do if they bring back mask mandates? I'm going to walk in without a mask, grab a basket, fill it up with as much shit as I can, and as soon as somebody says you have to put a mask on and leave, I'm taking that basket and walking it with it. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> yep, let me go get my mask. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run to my car. Oh, can you leave that here? I could. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. We're not advocating it's, theft or anything. This like basket that. is my security blanket, just like that mask is your security blanket. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's funny because, like, I'll walk in to the hospital and, like, I'll I'll literally see a lineup of people at. The, the COVID vaccination screening desk inside the hospital. And I just walk right fucking past it. And no one says a fucking word to me. But all these people are just willingly lined up to prove that they're vaccinated. Almost like it, it's like it, it's a badge that they just want to show people. And it, it just baffles my mind that people want to say, I got my needle here, here, look, I got my needle. This is proof. I got my needle instead of just like, just walk past the fucking thing. No one has ever said anything to me about walking past it. Fucking nothing. I get weird looks because I'm probably the only one walking around the hospital without a mask on, but I don't give a flying fuck. I'm already in the hospital. If I get sick, I'm already in the fucking hospital. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's a, like a badge of honor to some people to brag about it and uh, like how many they've had. And also, I think <laughs> yeah. it's more of a herd mentality type thing where it's like they're like going with the herd. Like they can't really like they don't want to think for themselves. They just do whatever authority asks. Apparently only um, there. There's a really interesting test where they had these um it was back in, I think, the 70s. I don't know if you've heard about this, but they had this wall in between two subjects, and one of them had a button to press, and the other one, yeah. it was, like, set up where they pretended, like, the other person on the other side was getting shocked. You've heard about this? Yeah. And the person kept telling them to keep shocking them and making it worse and worse, all the way up to, like, a shock that would kill them. And because the authority kept telling them to do it, they kept doing it. And I think it was only 20% of the people actually did not administer the shocks up to death, which is a scary fucking thought when 80% of the people are just going to be like, oh, I was just doing my job when we killed all those people. You know, I was just doing my job. That rings the bell. Anyway. <laughs> right? But, but yeah, that is a scary fucking thought, man. There's a social experiment that I've seen on YouTube. Now, I know social experiments on YouTube are mostly fake, whatever. But this one kind of summed up what we were just talking about. And it was basically just a guy trolling a whole bunch of people. So 
I can't remember if he had a sign or not, but he basically just stood in the middle of nowhere and would just see if people would just line up behind him. And well, I don't want to say the middle of nowhere. I think it was like Times Square or something like that. And within like 15 minutes, there was like 30 people lined up behind him and no one had any idea what they were lined up for. They just seen a line and they got in line and it was just like, what the fuck? Like that, that reminds me of one that I saw on Facebook. It was, um, an elevator and they had all these actors facing the back of the elevator and this person got on that wasn't an actor and they wanted to see if this person would face the back of the elevator instead of the front, (laughs) like a normal person. So everybody getting on and off were all actors. So it goes like three different floors and like all the actors are all facing back. And this person like slowly turns themselves to facing the back of the elevator. And I'm like, (laughs) that is society right there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, what do you think? Should we wrap it up? I'm probably gonna get going here soon. So, yeah, I mean, it's we fuck we co- we covered a whole shit ton of shit tonight, and it, it's just there. There's yeah. no better way to address everything than just fucking get it out, just get it all, get it unfiltered, and for the most part, everything we've been talking about is either in mainstream media that people are just choosing not to see. Or it's just facts that people are choosing not to hear. And we just need people to wake up and not be woke. Wake up. Don't be woke. <laughs> wake up from the woke coma. <laughs> yeah. And that, my friends, was fuck your feelings. <laughs>